the extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to The Rebel Entrepreneur. So welcome back to the Rebel Coaching Series. This is episode nine and we're back with Christina. Welcome back <laughs> to the show, Christina of Fresh Print Media. Thank you. Now we've been on a, a, a bit of a journey this season already. Episode one was you going full time and what it was like. Episode two was about the balance and getting things done because you've gone from having a job and squeezing it in to having all the time. Episode three was websites and online business. And then we did Google My Business and then the LinkedIn sales strategy with Patrick and then time management. How do we do all this stuff? Like, we, like there's so much going on. Then came back around to your digital life with the four areas, LinkedIn, website, Google My Business and Instagram. And then back around again to energy. How do we get more done? There's so much to do. There's so much going on. And what a journey already. Where are you, Christina? What's going on with you and your business at the moment? I think I'm getting on track. Because um, <laughs> last time we talked, you know, we we're talking about yeah, energy, keeping on the balls in the air, what to cut, what not to cut. And, you know, staying consistent, staying on top of the marketing emails or the marketing outreach has been tough for me. I think a little mm. bit because it's something I didn't enjoy or it didn't, there was a lot of resistance around it to begin with. So now that I'm getting to a place where I don't mind it, it still has moments where it drops off. So I've um, gotten much better with that. I've gotten a little bit more involved with the Google My Business. I got someone to finally write me a new review. Uh, the website, we, I actually did the updates um, for the homepage that we talked about. I need to add more projects, but it's effectively there. It's just minimal. Yeah, we're tracking along. I'm trying the new scheduling thing I've been doing where I set certain days for certain topics. So today is actually a, a prep shoot day. And so far that's worked out pretty well. It's a little hard to tell myself like, I'm like, oh, I want to do this task. I'm like, no, no, no. You have to wait until the day for that unless you have extra time at the end. Because then I'll end up doing that. Oh, no, I just have to fit this in and then not getting the thing the day was meant for. So I'm getting better at corralling my urges to do random stuff. Um, well, that's when you end up doing what you want to rather than what you need to. And yeah. I am definitely a bad one for that because I wake up in the morning and I'm excited and I've got an idea and I'm like, I've got an idea for a blog article. Then I can spend three hours writing a blog article and I've not done any of the things I was actually meant to do that day. And it's so yeah. easy to put off the things that you maybe don't necessarily want to do, but they're very important for the business. In my case, it's a little more me trying to hide my sins. Like I was supposed <laughs> to do these things. Like I'm way behind on, like, like I realized last week that my business like budget spreadsheet, I hadn't input mileage or expenses for the entire year, which I thought I had, but I clearly hadn't. So now we're caught up on that. It's things like that where I go, oh, well, whoops, this, I really dropped the ball here. I clearly have to do it now. I can't wait till Friday, the day that was meant for that thing. Mm. And then I'm like playing catch up with a bunch of stuff. Then, of course, nothing else moves forward. So I think that now I've got the really important things caught up and I'm just going to like keep myself on it. I love so. that. <laughs> I love that. 
So what I'd love you to tell us now is what's three things that are working really well in your business and what's three areas that are challenges and maybe just take a minute to list those down. But what's And I think this would be really useful for everyone listening to this right now as well. Like what's three things that are going really well in your business right now and what's three things that aren't going so well, areas of improvement, challenges, stuff that's going wrong. And this is a practice that Simon and I used to do every now and again when we met for breakfast. We He'd call it the check-in and we'd have this check-in of he'd write down his top three things going well, top three things not going well, and so would I. We'd discuss them and then it was really quite interesting. Those were actually the things we really needed to tackle within the business to make progress. And we ended up having fabulous conversations. So I'd like everyone listening to this to do this right now. Get out a pen, get out some post-it notes. You know how much I love post-it notes. Write down the top three things that are going well and the top three things that aren't so much. Christina, let's check in on your business. Top three things going well, top three things not going as well as one wishes yet. I mean, I think that doesn't sound like it should be hard, but it's hard. Why is it so hard? Um, I mean, things that are going well, like I feel like I'm getting, like I feel like everything should be productivity and like customer-based stuff, but at the same time, I don't really, that's not, there's so many things that go on. I think things that are going well is kind of revamping the digital stuff, mm. um, getting on track with the cold outreach, and then also the quality of what I'm producing. I think it's like, I'm really happy with what I'm making right now. Awesome. Um, three challenges. I would like, I want to say getting more clients, but it's not just getting, it's not getting clients. It's getting, it's getting the clients, the contracts that I, I want. I want to get those. Um, you know, <laughs> I have people I work for, I can work for that I get, you know, can get repeat business from. It, that's not an issue. It's getting kind of the the big goal contracts. I mm. I think is what I still want to do. Um, and a lot of the like sent you last week or the week before some stuff, some spec work I'm doing, and that's that's really geared towards who I these projects and contracts that I want to book. Other challenges, I guess, would be just staying on top of some. I don't know. It's just, I guess. Um, this is really hard, Alan. <laughs> Why is this so hard? Who said this was going to be easy today? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll just name three things. <laughs> I should have given you more time. I should have given yeah. you more time, Christina. Maybe asked you to write it down before we <laughs> arrived. But it is, it is one of those things that you go, okay, this is interesting. Where actually are my challenges? What actually is going on with my world? And... This is one of the things I like to do regularly for my world. Like, what's going well? Well, I love recording the shows with Christina. I love the podcast is growing. Patrick, the podcast manager, is doing well. And I've got a whole list of stuff. What's going badly? I just don't have time to, like, schedule everything and do the filing. And I just, like, my time seems to vanish. I'm not replying to emails. I'm not dealing with people. And 
I'm just struggling with those things. And then my headphones are really annoying. They keep disconnecting right in the middle of a podcast, just as they did right now. And I need new headphones. Never buy a pair of Microsoft Surface headphones. They are terrible quality. And it's really interesting. You start to think about those things and what's going on. And then you go, well, okay. I think one of the things we're going to do in a second, which we'll come on to, is most people go, okay, here's the stuff that's going well. Forget about that. (laughs) What's the challenges? Just focus on that. And what we're going to do in a minute is look through the three things that are going well and going, how can we push those even further? Because you can actually sometimes make far more progress by focusing on a strength and going even further than you can correcting a problem. And we should look at the challenges. We should look at those things and we should do a little bit. Like you've said that revamping the digital stuff is going well. It's like, well, that's exciting. That's going well. How can we share it further? How can we expedite the process? How can we do this other stuff? Cold reach is on track. Excellent. How can we help you to make sure that we're reaching the right people? We're doing those things. We're building on the foundations you've already set. And I think my mistake when I was younger was to spend my whole time focused on what I was bad at. And it helped me get better at those things, but I missed out on accelerating what I was good at. And if I just focused on accelerating what I was good at, I would have made a lot more progress. Yeah, makes Uh, sense. What does that make you think, what I've just said? Yeah, that's really interesting. And I'm also actually kind of thinking about how the two tie together. And I have an example because you said, you know, things that aren't going well are the headphones. I'd like to add to my things that are going well is I got a new laptop. It's brilliant because it is so fast and I can edit photos without it freezing and me screaming at computer. So I would like to send it a commendation. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the things I was thinking, okay, so like cold outreach is going well because I was like, okay, I've been really bad at this and it's really important. It's probably more important than everything else at the end of the day, but I'm bad. So I need to get better. But the thing I realized is that the energy it takes like writing emails and is not like it's a little bit draining for me. We talked about like what mm. gives you energy, what takes it. That's some, definitely something that doesn't give me energy. Um, okay. And I also make mistakes. Sometimes I'm try, I try to be really careful to make sure I change all the names and company names. But sometimes I make mistakes. And, you know, when I do it now, I don't beat myself up. I just move on. I keep pushing through. But it would be ideal not to do that. Um, I do it too. I just like, I just, I put the wrong name at the top and I feel so embarrassed when I've done it and I know I've done it and I press send too quickly and I'm scheduling them now. So that kind of helps me. Then I have a moment to review because it's funny because I, it's always like, you're like going through doing them send, send, send. And then like five minutes later, you're like, did I put Steve on that? And so (laughs) by scheduling them for like later or the next day, it kind of gives me a buffer. Yes, I think that's very wise. Do you want to know my biggest fail I've ever made with names? Yes. It's quite embarrassing. I was messaging the head of economic development for Birmingham City Council. This is the second biggest city in London. He has a huge job. His name is Baljeet. He's a wonderful guy. I love him. And my phone decided to autocorrect his name. And you know that thing where like you've written it, and then it like takes a moment just to autocorrect. Oh, yeah. And I was pressing send as I saw it autocorrect. Guess what it autocorrected Baljeet to? Burger? 
anal. What? How does he My get My message there? said, hi, anal. And I sent that to him. <laughs> and then I was there going, I just, I just, what have I done? I rung him immediately and apologized and obviously blamed the software. And it was the software. It changed it. And it's like one of the most embarrassing moments I've ever had in my life. So uh, just calling someone Steve instead of Stephen is not too bad. Like you have not got anywhere near the size mistakes I have made, Christina. Uh, That's that's pretty wild. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, back on track with this. It's interesting because the cold outreach is kind of on both sides of this. You've got back on track, yeah. you're selling it, you're doing it well. And actually, it's what's working towards getting the contracts you want and the yeah. size of the contracts you want, which is on both sides. On the other end, well, so yeah, it's it's kind of because this takes the same energy source for me, I think, is the follow-up emails, whether they're asking for reviews mm. or they're just like, how did this go? How did I think anything emailing, writing, and not necessarily like kind of copywriting, not creative writing is is not really something that feeds me. <laughs> so on the other hand, because I'm spending the energy right now on the cold outreach emails and like getting that back on track, I think that kind of the energy for the follow-up emails is depleted. So that's like not going as well. And one of the things I've been thinking about recently is enlisting a virtual assistant to help me draft the cold emails off temp- the templates and just mm-hmm. leave them in drafts for me so I can then review and send. Because I feel like that will conserve some of the energy for, you know, to to handle all of it. But that's kind of like, I guess that those are two kind of separate items, but they use the same energy source for me. And they're kind of, they dance obviously between the what's going right and what's not. So what we're kind of hinting at here is putting a process around this stuff. And it's actually really quite useful to have... I don't know, wherever you keep your notes, whether you use OneNote or Evernote or whatever it is, having a paragraph that is ready that asks for the review. And yeah. every time you do the follow-up email, you've got like, here's the bit that has asked for a review with the link to Google Maps or the link to wherever it is you want the review. Here's the paragraph that says, what did you think of the project? What are your thoughts? And just having those set paragraphs so that when you're writing the follow-up email, you go, for this client, I need this paragraph, this paragraph, and this paragraph. And you just kind of copy it, put it together in your thing, and press send. And I think having that process done, because you're like you're very creative, you're good with the camera, you're great with the energy of the people, that's what feeds you. The writing stuff sounds like it takes some of your energy away, or it takes your energy to do it. So anything we can do to put that into a process so that you can copy, paste, add the name, the correct one, and then at the bottom put thanks, Christina, or like something a bit more personal right at the end. I think anything we can do to turn that follow-up into a process so it just takes a few minutes, not like I've got to write the follow-up email and I'm starting from scratch. And I think having that standard paragraph with that link to Google Maps and asking for a review there will just make it so easy to copy, paste, send, and stay in touch with people. And then even if you have like a stay in touch paragraph that you have every now and again, maybe you write one paragraph and then send it to your top 10 customers. But I think it's about as much as we can, taking the repetitiveness, that's not a word, but you know what I mean, (laughs) the repetitiveness of these tasks out so that you can do once, 
and then do it again and again and again very quickly and easily. That will take a little bit of time to create, but you're creating it every time anyway. I mean, I can already go back in my sent emails and take one and, and just copy paste and then fix it. Brilliant. Um, that's a good idea. That is idea. exactly it. That is exactly it. Because as much as we can, we can turn this into a process so that you spend as little time as possible doing the incredibly important follow-up work and marketing work, but you're freed to focus on what you're actually good at, which is the creative work. Because as a small business owner, you have to do it all. There's like no way around it, particularly. And we can hire a virtual assistant. We can do these things. I think there is a level of getting this process stuff working so that you can have like, here's my bits that I will copy in. I will do the follow-up and it's all planned for you i think will make your life a lot easier and save you time to do what you actually should be doing it is crazy it is like oh wait it's all me oh (laughs) well it's kind of exciting someone should really uh put this business out on oh wait that's me (laughs) (laughs) yeah marketing should really take control of this and build this yeah i'm calling a board meeting (laughs) it's me and the cat My accountant did once tell me I had to write stuff down for a board meeting. I'm like, you do know it's just me. Yeah. Like, what do you, you just want me to write some stuff? And then like, yes, we all agree. All the Donegans around the table do agree to this. So let's go back to the, because you had the three things that were going really well, revamping the digital stuff, the cold outreach is on track, the quality of the product you added in the laptop, the revamping the digital stuff, the cold outreach, they kind of tied together in a way. How can you accelerate what is going well? And everyone listening to this, I want you to think of the answer for yourself as well. How can you accelerate what is already going well? How can you make more progress in those areas, have more fun, make more of an impact? How can you accelerate what's going well? For the revamp of digital, I guess um, it's adding more projects that I'm excited about. And for like the Google My Biz, I guess that ties into the follow-up emails, which are not going well because that's part of it, right? It's getting those reviews and getting users to leave things. So You know you did some photos of us when we were in Oaxaca. I know. I keep meaning to send you an email asking for a review. <laughs> but I, 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 I was hoping I would get to it before you brought it up and then you'd be like, oh, wow, good job. But, um, I was sat yeah. here thinking I should be writing you a Google review because those you photos should. are fabulous. And there was like five or six people you did photos for. Yeah, and that I've been I am sure to if you just all. dropped them a one paragraph email saying, oh, could you leave me a quick review? I bet you'd have three views by this week. Yeah. But it's interesting, isn't it? So what stopped you from emailing me? I don't know. I would think about it when I was like having dinner and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I should do that. You know, I write down everything, but I haven't, I didn't actually write it down. I was just kind of in, I have like on my, one of my sheets that I just write everything in my head. It said, oh, follow-ups, you know, and I was like, okay. So I just haven't sat down to like send out all the emails about follow-ups. It's probably also because I've built it up to be a big thing. Like you have to email Mm. all these people that you've worked for and follow up with them. Whereas it's like, I could just email one or two and then one or two another time. So I think I just maybe made it too big of a thing. I think that's what we all do. I do it. I have something that's stuck in my inbox at the moment. Henry and I are working on a a new business structure and I have to review the articles of the business that will 
create the formation of it. And I just, every time I look at it, I have this suck of energy and it feels like a giant thing I have to read. And I'm like, I'm good at reading contracts and I'm very good at detail. It's just not my happy space and it takes me lots of energy. And I have the same thing. I built it up to be far bigger than it is. And actually, if I just got on with it, it would take me half an hour, it'd be done and I would be happy afterwards. Yeah. But I think that's the tendency of all of us is to make these things into something giant and go, oh, I used to do all this work. Whereas if you just did one email, you'd be like, oh, I actually... Well, I hope you'd say this. I actually quite like Alan. He'll probably respond positively. He'll probably do it in about 10 minutes. Yeah, because I was thinking, this is awesome. I could do this right now. I've got all your photos on my computer. I can upload the photos you've taken me as the examples on the Google review. I can give you a great review. Like, I'd actually have fun doing that. Hang tight, because I'll send you a link. I'm just going to do it. You don't even have, like, you've asked me now. Do you have my review link? I do not have your review link, but I can find it on Google Maps. Probably, but I can send it to if it's a thing. But that would be fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) It's a pleasure. So is that one of the actions for this coming week is to like write one or two emails a day asking for reviews? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, maybe. I think the cold outreach, I can, I actually kind of have already started accelerating it because before I've all, I've had one. So I made it fun by choosing like kind of things that, are in the realm. So um, my lists are very general. Yes. And, and not, not general. I mean, everyone was in like the beverage world or something, but they were kind of like more like, Oh, general liquor portfolios or et cetera. So I just have fun. I started getting kind of specific and making lists of 20 contacts or 20 companies and they're very specific. So I just did a list. It's all kombucha. And then one that's all like beauty and like things that kind of fit into the products that I shoot or, you know, the samples that that I have. Um, And so I've just kind of had fun and like been choosing something very specific and then going on Instagram and finding companies that, you know, some that I already know. And then sometimes it suggests things based off the ones you look at, finding ones with aesthetics and packaging and branding that I like that I think I could, you know, elevate or fit into or, you know, et cetera, offer them something with my style putting them on the list and then using that to build out like, okay, now who's the person to contact there? What's the info? So that's kind of been fun to get really specific and then like go and find them on Instagram where I can see their existing aesthetic and make notes about it. And then it's been a little more fun than just having this big like kind of general list. And so I've been making like new. So when I have another idea for like a kind of specific, like I guess niche or like very narrow company field, I just make a new list and I start filling out the 20 and then, and because it was kind of fun in the first round of, or well, now the second round of emails to the first list went well, I'm building out two more lists. And I don't know, it's, it's not, it doesn't sound that fun when I say it, but it's been more fun for me than what, how I was doing it before. It's a very minimal shift really, but. It sounds like great fun because this is the specific bit is you you find kombucha And then you email them and you're in that mode. You're thinking about what they do. And it's just cool businesses, especially if you drink that drink. (laughs) It makes it a lot easier to go, actually, I love this. Here's some thoughts. I've got some ideas. I love your product. Let's chat. I think it makes it a lot easier. So I think that's a lovely strategy. And we've always spoken about the more specific you are with your target market, the more specific your marketing is, the more they feel like they're talking directly to you and you understand. 
kombucha because that's obviously very different to marketing spirits, which it is and it isn't. Like there's similarities, but everyone thinks they're their thing is unique and different. I even do. Like everyone does. It's not, but it is. You know what I mean. So the more specific you are, I think the better. So I love that. I love that thing that you're doing. I think that's genius. Here's my kombucha list. I'll open a a bottle of it. I'll drink. I'll send them messages. Yeah, it's 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 a minimal shift, but it's made it more fun and easier to do for me. So I'm I'm replicating that with the additional lists. I love that. I love that. Kind of shooting stuff like and then I'm trying to shoot my spec projects to reflect since each one is very specific, like, you know, kombucha, whether it's kombucha or not, a lot of them come in like a can and they have like a lot more natural like stuff. Right. And then the beauty one, like, well, it's, you know, beauty products and stuff. So I've been trying to shoot these spec projects as I go to have things that are in that, like that would fit with the list so that then I have a very specific sample of like, here's what I did for a similar company kind of thing. Um, I love that. So kind of, you know, tying it all together. Yeah, that's been that's been kind of fun for me. So have you got a few messages back from this latest few rounds of emails out? Um, I actually have. I had an email back saying, actually to the very first email I sent, saying, you know, we currently have in-house team that handles our creative work. But, you know, should we ever need anything, like, I'll let you know. I said, well, thank you for taking the time to get back to me. And please do let me know. I'd love to help you out should you ever need anything else. It's interesting they have an in-house team. What was the size of the company? It's actually, so I think with that um, specific, because when she emailed me back, she does marketing for actually three different brands. And they're all a little like, there's a kombucha, there's like a water company. And then the other one was a little different, but kind of in the health food sphere. So I'm guessing that she actually works for probably a smaller marketing agency that then handles these three brands. And they probably have some of those. It's hard because all of these companies are structured so differently. Yes. So they probably have like maybe an intern or something that does their day to day, like maybe social media stuff. And then I'm sure they hire out when they do the big like big new product launches or product photos. But sometimes people with the day-to-day, because there's so much content you have to keep up with, they just sometimes, if they have a couple brands, they have someone that does that. Then we just need to stay in touch with this lady over time saying, yeah. I know you said you've got an in-house team. It's coming up to whatever it is, full season. You've probably got a few projects on. Is there anything you need help with? It's coming up to Christmas. You've probably got a lot of content you need to create. Is there anything you need help with? And it's staying in touch with that person as well. Yeah, because, I mean, they could also pick up a new brand. They could have a new product launch. They could have, you know. So that's a good good thought is I should put her on a separate list that's a no for now, but, you know, periodically follow up list. Yes, I love that. And then, like, we've just got to keep sending the messages and speaking to people and getting the phone calls and working all of those different things. Yeah. So going back to our list and our question, how do we accelerate these things? How do we accelerate? Because the challenge is getting the right contracts. What's going well is we're revamping the digital stuff, the cold outreach is on track. Your Google My Business listing has massively shot up the positions. 
You're now number 28 if I search commercial photographer LA, which we couldn't find you the first time. Yeah, I was not um, existing. So that is a huge difference, a huge difference. And you've made massive progress on that. So you are making huge progress on this. I guess the question is, what can we do each day to keep accelerating this? Because it's not a one and done. It's like, keep doing this each day, do this each day. We'll keep making progress and we will win some of these contracts for you. I mean, with the accelerating, you know, I think the with the cold outreach, like I said, oh, well, I didn't finish saying, but before when I was making the list that were more general, I was really focused on that one and doing this, you know, the three to seven or whatever, however many follow up in the series. And just focusing on that list until I'd gone through all the follow-ups and then doing a new one. But now, because the follow-ups are actually rather quick because they're not as, it's like, oh, hey, like, oh, hey, you know, it's, it's a, it's a little <laughs> less, there's a little less to, to do, um, with the follow-ups and they actually go quite quickly. And I feel that the bulk of the time is spent in the making the list and then sending the first email. And so now that that's kind of going well and I'm getting okay with it, and getting comfortable. Um, I was just like, well, I'm going to have multiple lists going at once. So I've started overlapping. I haven't started sending the new one yet. The But the, I think the emails are almost done being collected or like the contact info. So that is going to be the next one. Um, and I'm just going to start it while the other one's in process. And then I think by complementing those with having, you know, the spec projects I've shot that also matched the realm of what those people do or are in is going to be a nice little like compliment. So one of the things we spoke about in the digital life episode was the Instagram direct videos and the LinkedIn direct videos. You probably knew I was going to ask, did you manage to do any? I haven't done any. That's okay. What do you think has held you back from doing this? I mean, at first, at first, potentially... I mean, there is a little bit of a lingering like, oh, that's scary. That's but understandable. It's, yeah, it's not super scary. I'm not super against it. I just kind of, well, the first thing is, like I said, I tried to over-engineer the whole idea. And then I finally let go of that because it just wasn't happening. But now it's kind of like, all right, let me get my emails back on track and then I'll get back to trying it that. And that that was like kind of the emails getting back on track was something that happened over the last week or so. So I think now that I've got that going, I can get back to the you know idea of doing the videos as well. Do you think there is anything that would stop you from doing one LinkedIn video this week? No, I can do one this week. <laughs> I, I always love it when I hear your tone, Christina, yeah. when I say, could you do that? And you're like, well, yeah, I could do one this week. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. fill you with joy, this this strategy, does it? It doesn't not. I, I don't I like the idea of it. I I think okay, here's kind of one of the things I'm like struggling with. Like who am I who do I send these to? Do I send these to the same people I'm emailing or do I send them to different people? The same people. You can send it to the same people you're emailing. Like you've already got the details. You know who they are. You found them on Instagram. You've done what you do. Why not just try that as well? And there's this whole concept in marketing of multiple touch points. Mm. It's not just an email because that will only work for so many people. Like they see the email, they see you on the website, they get a LinkedIn video message. 
they get a referral from another person. There's multiple different ways it's, they start it's to not hear annoying. about you. Well, so one of the things that happens to me, I don't know if this happens to you, is like I start to research something and then it starts showing up in different places in my life. Yeah. And sometimes it's annoying and sometimes it's like, oh, I should actually follow up on this. Mm-hmm. Like I do need to do this. I do need to do it. And like if someone messages me and I ignore them and then they send me a LinkedIn thing and I, like if it's nothing to do with my business and they've not researched me, it does annoy me. Yeah. I'm like, get away. I have one this week. They even got the name of my business wrong. I'm like, oh, wow. you don't even know the name of my business. It's a generic email. Leave me alone. But if it's someone who's like, okay, I've looked at your business, I really think I can help you, and they've sent me several messages in different ways, like it actually gets to me and I go, okay, this is interesting. You've got my attention now. And it does, I have this thing of like a a rule of three. If something comes to me more than three times or it comes to me three times, I'm like, okay, I should probably pay attention. And what happens is someone mentions it over here I get an email about it over here and then something else happens where I hear about it and I'm like, okay, I've heard about this three times. It keeps coming to me. The universe is trying to tell me something. Maybe I should at least have a look. But if it's just one email and I don't hear for three months, I might not even remember that that person had sent the other one. Yeah. And especially if they're not targeted, I just delete it. So in answer to your question, I don't find it annoying I find it that I find it annoying if it's untargeted. Yeah. I find it very complimentary if they're like, I've looked at your podcast and this is really good and this is some thoughts. And that's how, do you remember Eric Finnegan who did the email thing with us? Yeah. Like he emailed me and he was perfectly targeted and he contacted me and he followed up and it was really good what he did. And I was like, okay, I will pay attention. Yeah. Does that answer your question about is it annoying? Yeah. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure, like, should I also be. But that makes sense in the touch points. Okay, then that's good. Because I was like, do I need to find a separate list of people to be doing this thing to? And then, but yeah. That's and a then, lot of um, extra work. <laughs> the girl that does, handles my Instagram and she she's now doing a, what do they call it? Engagement. She's now doing like daily engagement on it, which is great. I send her the list of handles for the companies I'm targeting. And so she goes and like engages with them. So I figure that's another another kind of like tie-in because it could be that the marketing people are actually seeing the Instagram and on there, or it could be, you know, someone else in the office. But I guess that's kind of then, then there'll be like multiple touch points in that. Like I'm actually engaging with them on social, I'm emailing them and then I'll get to send them a video. I love that. So time has flown in this episode as always. We've had a huge amount of fun. I'm going to ask you my normal question, Christina, which is the same for everyone listening to this. If you're listening to this right now, what are you going to do following this podcast? I'll go first. Today, I will write you a Google review, Christina, with photos. So if you're listening to this and you want to see the photos Christina took of us, you can either see them on the show art or you can find Christina on Google Maps and have a look at that review that I will write by the end of today. So there's my action. Yay, thank you. I am going to send one to two emails a day asking for follow-ups, for reviews, and I will do one LinkedIn video. Oh, and then I'm also in my uh, OneNote, I'm going to set the paragraphs um, up for the asking for the review, etc. 
I love that. That should make it so much easier for you to actually do it when you've got it, because you can just go to the one note, grab the paragraph, send the email, and you're done. I love that. Yeah. And I'm going to also make sure that my, because I have a, I have one there for the cold email templates and stuff. I don't know if it's in there. I think it's in Google Drive, but I have those linked into my OneNote. So I'm going to make sure that's updated. That sounds like some great actions. You're already on the outreach, the cold marketing. You're making huge progress. I think this is fantastic, Christina. I know. I realized I was like, I'm not doing the outreach. And it's really the most important thing because I could sit around and photograph stuff all day or not. But I know that my my work is is better and quicker when it's a paid project because like, you know, it's it's very it, it becomes goal oriented at that point. Yes. Um, so then let's get more of these these paid projects then. So. I love that. I love that. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different. Be yourself. Be a rebel entrepreneur.